Good morning and welcome to Grind, Grace, and Growth every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. here on Super Talk Meridian 103.3 FM. Each day we wake up to start the daily grind and we try to do everything with grace, or at least we try, for the goals of growth. Today on Grind, Grace, and Growth, we are going to be continuing last week's conversation with West Lauderdale Assistant Principal Tori Shirley about cyberbullying, yik yak, and other online entities dangerous to our children. You can also listen to last week's podcast on Spotify or Anchor.fm. Grind, Grace, and Growth is brought to you by Snowden and Company Real Estate, Pearl River Resort and Spa, Ed Cheney Tire Pros, and Brad Bearfield Shelter Insurance. Our host of today's episode of Grind, Grace, and Growth are Adrian Cross with the Meridian Freedom Project, Amanda Snowden of Snowden Company Real Estate, Tori Shirley with West Lauderdale Elementary, she's the Vice Principal, and myself, Shelley Whitehead, General Manager of Super Talk Meridian. But we have to be very vulnerable with our kids and transparent with them. If you haven't read any of Brene Brown's writing, she talks a lot about being vulnerable and being transparent. And sometimes we don't want to tell kids things like maybe things that we did in the past because we mm-hmm. don't want them to do what we did. But sometimes that is the best thing to tell them. And it may right. be one of those sit downs. I need to be serious. And I'm telling you not to do this because I did this. Mm-hmm. Learn right. from my mistakes. Exactly. Yes. Right. Yes. We, we try to do that for sure. Mm-hmm. What do you think about being very realistic with your children? I guess that's where this topic is. Yeah. Um, as I was telling you all earlier, I lost a very good dear friend over the weekend. And I was upset. And he was like, Mom, I hate to see you cry. What's wrong? Well, I told him. And I told him exactly what sure. happened. And I didn't sugarcoat it. Mm-hmm. Same with my aging father, who is sick with Alzheimer's. He's like, what's wrong with Pop? So I've been very open and honest about, you know, the aging process of the Alzheimer's process. Do we need to sugarcoat those things? Or do we need to be realistic and honest with our kids? Because I don't want to lie to them. I think being realistic, but I also think taking into account their age. Right. And their understanding of things. Right. Correct. But very realistic to that point. I mean, I just told Rhett that, you know, my friend was, you know, a very good friend of mine and that, you know, he died very young and that made me very sad, you know, and he was, you know, he understood that. And same with my dad. I was like, well, you know, eventually, Rhett, we're going to have to place Pops into, you know, a nursing facility because Grammy can't take care of him any longer. And he was like, well, Grammy. And so I think that's good for our kids to start understanding possibly empathy. Yes, absolutely. At a young age, because you have to, I think... You have to teach empathy to a certain extent, and you have to teach kindness also. Yeah. Uh, I keep kind of like a circle of moms. They're older. My mentors are a good bit older. They're in their 60s and 70s, and I meet with them as often as I can. I've been meeting with them for years. And, you know, we tend to, as moms, we tend to want to find – I hate to say the perfect mom because there is no perfect mom, but that mom that seems to have it all together. Like, I really want her to mentor me and how to do A, B, and C. But at the same time – and I do have someone in my life who – really does seem to have it all together but then I also have someone in my life who her daughter was had an addiction and they are currently still dealing with that addiction and she will talk to me about things that she saw but missed when their kid when her kid was in middle school high school she said Tori if only I had seen this if only I had done this Mm -hmm. and I have learned so much from her because I'll talk to her about I'm seeing these things be aware of this so 
she mentors me just as much as the one that has it together. She mentors me in what not to do and how to handle things better. So I just truly value all perspectives. And I think it's important when we sit down at this table with women that we're careful not to sit down just with women just like us. Correct. You know, I mm-hmm. need people who question my values so that I have been so strong in them that I can defend them. Right. And then I want to hear your values. And why did you go? Why are you going that route? And why did you do that? Right. So it's important. It's important, number one, we sit down with other women, but number two, that we sit down with women who are different from from us and not just like us. Right, and at the end of the day, when you sit down with them, you want to have a goal to empower each other Absolutely. and to support each other mon- despite mon- your shaman. differences. Absolutely. Exactly. Shaming or mon- woman shaming. Or, mm-hmm. or yes. That's right. Well, and g- that. going back a little bit to the, the question about, you know, I, I agree, you need to be very careful at what age that you start having these conversations and that you're real with them. But one thing, this has been a common question that I've had um, parents ask me is, when do you talk to your children about sex? So I hope that's okay. Oh, we'll oh, talk about that too. That's okay. a good one. Let's talk about sex, Let's talk baby. About sex. Yes. Let's talk about you and me. <laughs> and that would be a good intro song. I need to put that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, intro song. But all kids, depending on their age and their maturity, um, we set a time because, unfortunately, guys, our kids are learning about sex at school, on the buses. We've had kindergartners Old and first social graders media. and social media, and they're asking questions like, what is this? So we as a family decided that the summer before, depending on the maturity, either the summer before fifth grade or the summer before sixth yeah. grade, um, that we have this Do they not teach it in schools? No. Well, and then you also have to be careful. We had like sex ed in the fourth grade. Not anymore. anymore. Yeah, but, you know, we a do, lot of things you don't want your kid learning from somebody else. Yeah. And that's or the important thing to know. Maybe me. it wasn't like sex ed. It was more like health, health, and your your development. But there is a, mm-hmm. a section, and of I would that be like, class. I don't want that to happen to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want that. Well, we would, we, and when I say we, my husband, we both. Even though we have this mindset that moms need to talk to girls and boys need to talk to their dads, we disagree. We feel that it's important that all four of our girls hear from me and from Mike. So we sit down. Now, is it awkward? Absolutely. The first time my husband was like, really? Like, really, you want me to do this? I said, it is very important that we do that. So both of us will sit down. And it's uncomfortable for the girls even to ask questions. But they were directly asking questions to Michael, not me anymore. We would talk about reproduction. But they would start asking questions. Well, what do boys do here? And why why does a boy do this? And he is very very clear and, and why you need to dress a certain way and Absolutely. behave a certain way and mm-hmm. to respect your body yes and to not you know when mama says no you're not wearing that midriff out there's a there's reason, a reason. Why. <laughs> right you are so cute but no <laughs> i would be like get that crap off of your body or shorts right up now. to your booty mm-hmm. and then they glow up you know all these girls when they're 12 13 years old they look like they're 18 like i said earlier you know they're contouring their makeup and mm-hmm. they're dressing like, very older i'm like that's what i said adrian i was like i don't even know how to contour contouring of the makeup thing so yes these girls are glowing up they are contouring their makeup they are getting their hair done they have to have a spray tan Mm -hmm. spray tan like high maintenance like where did you learn this obviously the internet and who's paying for this the parents and they're enabling them so they're enabling them yep well and that's another thing and that's a topic probably even for another show but children learning the value of a dollar mm. <laughs> because i have a problem sometimes with mine saying well i want this and i'm 
okay, well, what do you think needs to happen for you to get that? You need Mm -hmm. to earn that. If you want something, you're going to have to work for it. So do you want to go rake the leaves and make, you know, $10 today and then next weekend make $20 doing something else? I mean, you're going to have to work for it. And that's something that I think our kids and the generation that's coming up, we're seeing a lot of um, entitlement, entitlement, Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, instant gratification. Mm -hmm. Yep. So you know, there. we used to have in the school, we used to have what we called helicopter parents. Are y'all familiar with what? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been a kind of accused. Yeah. Okay, well, one. now that has transitioned to the lawnmower parent who just paves the way, like cuts the grass in front of them. So sets everything up, prepares them, doesn't, they don't have to fight any battles. They don't mm. have to deal with any types of disappointments because parents protect them. From and, that. and you have more divorced parents these days, too. So that. Which leads us to why we're having cell phones at certain early ages. Right. We, have a kin- we have kindergartners with right. cell phones because you have divorced families. Right. And one of the parents would like, I need to be able to get in touch with them at any time. Yeah. So they and I understand that. Yes. And I understand yes. the safety factor yes. and being able to know where they're at. Mm-hmm. Then they become glued to it mm-hmm. and they become addicted to it. And then they start to act like little goats when you take it away. Slam books are awful. Mm-hmm. You put the kid's name at the top and everybody just writes negative yep. things about them. Yik Yak is the same, same thing, thing and it's anonymous <gasps> and it's digital. Hate it. Yes, it's awful. No. I'm going to yes. have to go on Yik Yak Do you Yak see today. more bullying with girls or boys? You know, mm, so bullying for girls are very different because bullying with girls, yes, there's the cyberbullying, but they also bully by isolation. Mm-hmm. Like they isolate people. Boys so, do? Girls. girls. Girls are more for isolation. You know, boys are more like, they're more physical. Like they're just going to straight up. Like, beat your butt. Duke yeah. it out. But they'll be friends in fine. 30 minutes. Yeah. Girls hold on to it forever. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, another. I mean, when I was in middle school, I was a cheerleader. And they were I was like the dorky cheerleader on the cheerleading squad because I was in the band, too. Yeah, so I was a band cheerleader nerd. So, <laughs> um, yeah, with, with a lot of zits. But you had a lot of rhythm, did you? No. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. No rhythm. None. Probably why they made fun of me. <laughs> she just made it on the team by the grace of God. <laughs> I don't know how I made it on the cheerleading squad. Probably because I was skinny and they could throw me up in the air. That was probably it. But then I got fat. So, you know, whatever. I went through that gr- that, that growth period, that you know, where, where you, it's you know. like you go from being a, a, a skinny beanpole and then you develop. Yes. You know, and you yes. get you have your zits and your crazy curly hair, and it turned from blonde to mouse brown. Yeah, you know, so I was bullied. It was it was scary, and and I would probably say that most people are affected by middle school bullying the rest yes. of their life. Absolutely, mm-hmm. um, and it did affect my confidence levels for a very sure long did. time. Sure, it did. I really did not start feeling comfortable in my own skin until college, and and that's really bad to say. That's common. That's very common. And I mean, you can ask adults today in 40s and 50s and even older, and they can remember that person, that bully. Oh, I remember their names like it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's still within them. And so, sadly, that is the reality of where we are. And technology is only intensifying it because Mm -hmm. it is something for some reason that it stays and for some reason we keep going back to it and we are defining ourselves based off our likes or if anybody wants to follow me or if I look this way or don't look this way and we have what we call keyboard warriors are y'all familiar with that a keyboard warrior so I I can only imagine yeah you're gonna that screen you tear people up because there's no accountability because you're not gonna do it to your because if you did it to my face Mm-hmm. You're going to get punched. But that goes oh, back to yeah. that whole texting thing. Mm-hmm. If right. people are shy, that means they're intimidated. They don't want to tell you straight to your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, I'm going to slam you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and then they get other mean, people to join in. Mean, mean things. I mean, we've had children who have lost parents, and they will 
I would, I mean, just tear them down about, mm, don't have a mama to raise you. I mean, just mean, mean, just mean, mean things yeah. that they will say. No accountability because you don't know who it is. I remember in high school, some of the stuff we did back then, we were we were crazy. Of course, we're from Florida. I remember being at parties, and if some of the stuff were, were documented on video to this day, oh, my gosh, can you imagine if your employer saw that or yeah. um, your college, you know, the college dean, you'd probably get kicked out. Um, and there have been instances of, you know, kids posting things on social media and it did have an impact on them at college mm-hmm. Absolutely. where they were dismissed or expelled. And I've heard of certain sororities not letting girls mm-hmm. in because of videos that they've made or post in particular outfits or thoughts, as you said earlier. Is that yeah, what thoughts. you said? Thought, thought outfits. I, I don't know if Super Talk listeners will know what that is. That's okay. <laughs> we'll just say it's it's a, a it's an outfit that um it you're not just very appropriate. Yeah, it's very inappropriate. inappropriate yeah. outfit. But um, you know, so as you're growing up and as you're a teenager and as you're in college, you need to make sure that you know you don't take pictures with you doing you know keg stands and. You know, crazy things. I've had to have those conversations. When I taught at MSU, I was in the Division of Education, and we taught teachers. I taught teachers. So um, a website or a – what what was before Facebook? What was um, Um, – MySpace. 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 Yes, it was MySpace. So it came to our attention of this – one of our students' MySpace accounts, and it was extremely inappropriate. Now, you have to remember, this is elementary education. Oh, my goodness. These are elementary ed future teachers. Mm -hmm. So I I can't tell you the conversations, and I – you know, that I've had to have as to why that's inappropriate. And as a mom, if I were on my teacher's MySpace account and saw some of this, how comfortable would I be, my child being in your classroom? So, yes, do they look at it? Absolutely. Do employers look at it? Absolutely. I mean, that's the first thing I do when I meet somebody that wants to work with me Mm -hmm. or is going to be on the show. One, I want to know about them. That's the best place because it's a reflection of yourself. Mm -hmm. And then two, Another thing we need to talk about are your email addresses. Like, I've had people who are, like, um, flashychick99 at AOL.com, you know, Mm -hmm. or, you know, so inappropriate email addresses also. So, I mean, just when you're on social media, you just need to represent yourself how you would represent yourself in the community. Or as you want people to be seen. You know, I post pictures all the time of my kids running around, you know, like heathens, you know, crazy. But they're running around outside. They're playing. They're being interactive with each other you know they might not be dressed to the nine they might be in play clothes and half the time they might be half naked but Mm -hmm. hopefully it's okay they're having fun and they're and that's what i want people to see i want people to see that you know we're having fun we're we're dancing we're jumping on the trampoline that they you know pulled into the carport when it was raining um and the basketball goal but we're playing outside because my house is Making too dirty memories. to play inside <laughs> <laughs> on the funny farm. <laughs> Kids just need to understand that what they post will follow them forever. That's right. And they have to be held accountable at some point. Absolutely. And then another thing that we haven't touched on is, you know, when you do have an account, is your account public or is your account private? And as a parent, you need to make sure that those account settings are set up appropriately private. for the person's age. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, mine's private and I'm 40 years old. I just don't want people seeing my personal pictures that I'm not friends with. And I don't accept friend requests from people you don't know. People I don't know or weird names. And that's another thing. I think a lot of kids 
and adults are you accepted know how friend many friends requests. they have. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, that's very important. You've got to build up your friends. Yeah. Well, I, I go through my friend list probably once a month and purge people that I don't know. Right. But I do have a business. I am a business person, as are you. Mm-hmm. So you want to be able to have that reach and. If you have a business page, you can't invite people that aren't your friends. Mm-hmm. So you have to, it's kind of a catch 22. Yeah. Right. So you have to be friends with these people to invite them to like your business. And you want people to like your business and to grow your business pages. And mm-hmm. Facebook has made it even harder now with all of their algorithms and everything. So, you know, you kind of have to have that give and take. So that's why on my social media platform, I don't ever post anything that is political mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, that's just inappropriate. Because you have your opinions and you have your views, but you keep those to yourself. To and I'm the same way. Like, you know, I don't want to offend clients that are on one side or the other. I agree. But I also try to stay pretty much middle of the road anyways. Exactly. And then also, you know, be open to everyone else's opinion, you know, suggest, you know, to suggestion, mm-hmm. you know, um, so. Suggest, not Su- criticize. That's, exactly. That's the difference. Exactly. Yeah. And as you were talking earlier, um, you know, teaching how to collaborate together. Yeah. And if our government would maybe do a little bit better of that, maybe we could actually get more done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they but just anyways. want to disagree. I know. They just want to disagree. I know. And raise our gas prices. <laughs> <laughs> and prices of everything else. Yeah. Inflation. <laughs> oh, I'm boy. like, dang it. I'm so tired of like going out to eat and having bad service. Ah husband just experienced that this past weekend he said i'm done with that place i'm done like i understand and it was because of the service yeah well a lot of that is you know workforce yeah it's just well because people are at home Mm -hmm. and more people are working from home now because of covid and they're using working from their phones and working from their computers which is great that's wonderful but then that's also making adults less likely to go out and be social and be able to collaborate in person and i'm like dang it I have to have a meeting, like a real meeting. Can we just have a Zoom? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you wear yes. your pajamas on the bottom yeah. and your blazer <laughs> on the top. <laughs> I have to fix my hair today. I know. <laughs> I was like, man, I have to put on real pants. Dang it. <laughs> Shoot. I remember when I was doing medical sales, they, the company I was working for wanted me to do sales calls via Zoom to these physicians. Mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, okay, I'm going to go get that physician. I'm going to have him call you and let him laugh right in your face. Because mm-hmm. they don't like reps half the time, anyways. You know, so getting them to like have to do, especially these old school doctors. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're going to be like, oh, what? what? I'll be like, I'm sorry, I can't bring you your pecan pie this year for Thanksgiving. <laughs> but here's my <laughs> smiling face on Zoom. <laughs> hey, happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I'm sending That's hard. you. <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> but, um, anyways, is there anything else we need to talk about, you think? I'm sure there's plenty, but I think... Well, let's talk about... I mean, we talked about the cyberbullying to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was Yik Yak, was that that website? Yik Yak is an app. Yik Yak. Mm -hmm. And it's... Actually, you have to have an account to look through it, so I will say that I did get an account because I wanted to see exactly what it's about. But that was actually... That's an old app. Like, I know 10 years ago, we were warning our education students at MSU about Yik Yak. I mean, I remember posters on the wall Mm -hmm. saying, you know, this is what it is and this is what it does. Beware. Well, now it's... Uh, come back into the schools and it was at the high school I know it was at West Lauderdale High School for a while and so that was a huge concern of things that people were saying it was 
awful. They talk about teachers. They talk about kids. They talk about administration. It was terrible, terrible, terrible. So I haven't heard anything about it recently, so I'm not sure how they shut it down, but it has become an issue in the past, I'd say, month or two. But, yeah, it was a big deal. It was just awfully mean. Are there any other websites that you can think of off the top of your your head that can also be brutal like Yik Yak? Well, I did. I found some the other day, and I taught, you know, a lot of my – work comes from my kids I just ask my kids like so what what is good what is bad what are kids doing now and they're pretty honest with me I think um there's an app called Bumble it's like Tinder. isn't Bumble dating yes mm-hmm. yeah and it's we, like you swipe left and you swipe right yeah yeah and I think it's I think the girl I think it was the female, the girl can like it she has to like she has first. to like the boy yeah, yeah so what? but we have elementary kids we've had elementary kids who've had Tinder accounts Mm-hmm. What? what? Yes, we have. Yes, we have. And that's another thing is like social media and how it's impacted how people date, date these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you don't date online, what are you going to do? Go meet a person at a bar or at church? Right. Or, how, how do you meet I mean, in back in the day, we would meet people. <coughs> blind dates. Blind dates. Up. Yeah. Or a friend of a friend of a friend has someone right. that they can hook you up with. Now it's right. like you have the whole world to date. Right. And they're all crazy. <laughs> well, and there's a lot of catfishes there on there. Go. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So but, you have to be careful. And there's like, and they filter themselves. Do you know, I mm-hmm. just experienced my first, I, I've known about filters for, for a long time, but I've never experienced one. And so I was just playing around and I saw this little, I just clicked on it. And Want to do a Snapchat? I looked, I looked great. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, girl. These filters will throw you off. That's why all these they men will. are getting catfished. <laughs> right. Because these ladies are putting filters on and they uh-huh. is not who you put. No, and they have like nine thousand wrinkles yeah right. yeah and a lot of the younger girls who are using the filters that are not looking that great in person i think that's impacting their yeah. confidence it is yes the self-esteem and the confidence in our children especially now you know i can really just come from the female aspect but the confidence in our girls you know they see these pictures and these images like i have it can be beneficial because i have a daughter who is into body lifting i mean she Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, she really enjoys it. She does it with my husband. So she found. So they go to CrossFit? Uh, no, they don't do CrossFit. That's like, I don't, that's for her body. I just don't want her to get hurt because she right. plays tennis and that, right. that's really dangerous. Doctors hate CrossFit. But she um, found this girl who is her height, near her age. And so she's able to contact and d- they talk about different exercises they can do to build muscle because she's a longer. You know, her muscles are longer, so she doesn't build muscle quite the same way as someone who has shorter muscles. So it's been beneficial because they've communicated and she's learning from this girl. But it also can be very hurtful because I have another daughter with a different body type who wants the other body type. And so it's like, why can't I be taller? Why can't my muscles be longer? Why can't my hair be blonde? I mean, Mm -hmm. these are all different questions that our girls are asking, and that's just not the way they were created. So instead of embracing who they are and embracing the body that was given to them, yeah, they're trying to change it. But what do we as women do? Again, it goes back to modeling. We have to be careful as mothers not to say, I'm so fat. Oh, I wish I could just have larger breasts. Oh, if only this, because our girls are hearing it. And it's sending that message to them that they're not perfect. This is what we need to change. And we cannot do that. And also, as a parent, you know, I tell my boys all the time, oh, you look so handsome today. Right. So I think Mm -hmm. it's important for them to hear from their parents, you know. How nice you look. How Mm -hmm. nice you look. And it also gives them some... um, What am I trying to say? Like a boost of confidence? Yeah, a boost of confidence, but also taking pride in the way they look. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had to get on to my son about taking a bath, so... 
I was like, you are nine years old. You better take a bath. If you don't yeah. take a bath, when you get older, those girls are going to call you raunchy wrecked. <laughs> Thanks, Mom, for saying that on, on the air. Just giving them. Well, let me end with this. Have any, have any of you read 100 Days to Brave by Ann Downs? It's like a daily devotional. No. 100 Days to Brave. So I'm, I'm really big into Brene Brown. I'm really big into being brave and ha- having courage. I have a Facebook page called Stepping into the Arena. Um, but... With this book, Band Downs, is every single day she just gives you kind of a, a piece of something to make you stronger and to step into your calling and to have courage into becoming right. who you were created to be. Um, but today she was talking about your mind. And within your mind, you know, different parts of our body can be replaced. You know, you have, you know, a heart transplant, lung transplant, right. jo- amputations, arms and legs and things like that you can get replaced. But the one thing that is yours and that will always be yours and you cannot have a transplant is your brain. So it is very important of what we pour into our brain. And she was talking about it's like a, a bucket, you know, and that our Sponge. mouth and our ears are portals into that bucket, into that container. So what they hear, what our kids hear from us, and the words that they speak out of their mouth is very powerful to what goes into their minds. So always we hear about the music, how important it is the music that they listen to. Because right. that's what's going into their right. ears. What we as parents or as educators or as their colleagues or their friends what we're pouring into their lives and saying into their lives is so important. So it's important that the words that we use encourage and lift up and not tear down. Yes. Well, I love that. And that's awesome. And thank you. So this has been great. So thank you so much for coming on the air. We appreciate it. We have learned so much today. Amanda, thank you for arranging this. Absolutely. Thank you for your input, Adrian, as always. And, um, we appreciate you coming on and talking to us about all of this. Very so informative we learned a lot. for parents. Exactly. Thank you. So y'all, we hope you have a wonderful day. Tune in next Tuesday at 9 a.m. to Grand Grace and Growth. Bye. Bye. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Not only do we specialize in tires, we can align your vehicle to factory specs on most cars and trucks. Call Ed Cheney Tire Post today, 601-693-8473. Buying or selling a home can be a very complex process and not something you should try on your own. Let the team at Snowden & Company Real Estate lead you step-by-step step all the way to closing. Call Snowden & Company, 601-453-3937. This is Brad Bearfield with Shelter Insurance, the Bearfield Agency. For all your insurance needs, home, auto, life, or business, give my office a call at 601-485-3811. For the total in-your-body experience, visit the spa at Silver Star. At the spa, you can enjoy steam bath and sauna, relax with a body treatment, massage, or visit the Whirlpool. It's your body. Be nice to it at the spa.